So, time passes. Fee's been kind of busy last couple days, but he has really wanted to catch up with you as well. He has ideas of where you went, and he has ideas of how that probably went down. Yeah, it's fine. It's not hard to extrapolate from what he knows of your background. It's fine. He gives you like a day while he is busy tracking down siblings and making sure this hasn't gone any further than just the two siblings and his fiance, which is a mind-boggling concept that that is, quote, just. Yeah. You know, that that's the minimum number that it could have been. He's rather alarmed by the implications there. But he's kind of figuring out, all right, it's people who knew that I worked there in some capacity, I guess. Or people who would be upset if I was fired without warning. But he will probably seek you out. He's probably got you set up with a room somewhere, unless you are staying with Belle, which he would be very conflicted about. <laughs> Extremely conflicted about. So, no, Serafiel's not ready to take the level, the, his relationship to the next level yet, no. Yeah, I mean, like, it's weird enough that you had Belle take you to his closet. Like, that's weird enough. Serafiel is weirdly bashful about sex. It's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, Belle does not understand at all. <laughs> Belle's like, but we already <laughs> fucked! What are you talking about? Actually, they haven't. <laughs> no, they haven't, but in a, another timeline, I'm, I'm assuming. And in another timeline, that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And another timeline where Serafiel's, like, libido was completely fucked. Yeah, they did. Let's not even go there. <laughs> yeah, good call. But yeah, uh, like a room in an inn? Yeah, that works. It's probably outside of the city walls, since we've kind of established that we have no clue who's in and who's out on this. Uh, yeah, Serathiel wouldn't protest. Yeah. It's not like a hassle to get to, but it's not under immediate aptap surveillance, presumably. He'll turn up at your tavern and go up and knock on your door. It's open. It's, uh, it's me. And he comes in. Serathiel, as I feel like, on his bed, probably reading something. Now that reading is, like, easy, he's been doing it a lot. Like, every opportunity. Um, hi. He looks up and smiles kind of tightly. Hi. So, um, guess I'm gonna have to be the one to ask how things went. Super. It went great. What about you? How'd it go for you? I mean, I had my memory modified, so I'm assuming not great. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Taina? And, uh, he's, and Celestin's still alright? Yeah, they're they're fine. They're, they're doing better. Celestin is... She's considering taking the advice you gave her of uh, getting out of town for a while. Honestly, I don't blame her. Yeah, it's... um. I don't know what will happen when we confront Oriana. I I don't know if it was her that cast this. I don't know if it was somebody on staff. I I'm just I'm nervous. Yes, well, you have every reason in the world to be. And I feel like you've never seen Fearden nervous. Like you've seen him 
anxious, you've seen him annoyed, you've seen him stressed, but nervous is different. But that's okay. I think there's not too many places to sit, but I'm assuming there's like a chair uh, over by a window or something. Nearish the bed, yeah. Yeah. He settles down into the chair. Was it what you were expecting? I wasn't really expecting anything. He just kind of raises an eyebrow at that, like, because, like, uh, clearly, nobody makes a trip like that if they weren't expecting something. It wasn't about my expectations, all right? It was just, I just had to know. I had to see it for myself. And I did. And it was bad, and I understand why the God Eater is such a monster. Let's leave it at that. I'm sorry for literally everything that you've been through. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Um, he just kind of lets that one go, I guess, for now, and glances over toward your gear. The Moonblade is on top of the pile of gear. <laughs> very much still in its scabbard. So, um, Celestin found it. That's, that's good. Yep. Um, Where did you find it? It was, uh, <laughs> it was in Aptap's records, believe it or not. You know, their vault or whatever it was. They, um, they seem to have stolen it when they stole you. Ah. Huh. Honestly, I'm not really sure what you're expecting me to do with it. I mean, you and I have always maintained that you are good. Wouldn't this be the ultimate proof of that? Sure. Or it could kill me if I don't measure up. The records on that are a little fuzzy, but I i mean, I understand the hesitation, but... It's an ancient, sentient weapon that is run apparently in my mother's side of the family for thousands of years. And if it doesn't deem me worthy, there is a non-zero chance it could kill me. Honestly, I barely find myself worthy. You expect me to trust it to a piece of... I just think it's better if I stick to my glaive for now. So typically, Moonblades lie dormant for decades or centuries until they find somebody that they deem worthy. And you hadn't really tried anything because you're a bit afraid of this blade. Uh, a lot afraid of this blade. A lot, of, a lot afraid of the blade, yes. But for the first time, now that V is kind of drawing your attention to it and kind of making you think about it, you feel just kind of the stirrings of something in the back of your head. Which is not great. You have enough magical shit going on in your life that, like, the thought of something else in your head is not great. But it's not pushy. It's not annoying. It's just kind of there. Yeah, I'm sure, like, it's been there for a while. Like, the blade trying to get his attention. And Strathula's put just a nice tight lid on it. Just like, mm-mm. No, nope. nope. I'm going to sleep. I can't hear you. La, 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 la. Not today, <laughs> Satan. Oh, he's learning from Chaz's bad way of dealing with things. Yes, terrible habits. Don't do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like when you are just kind of vehement, like, it could kill me. Like, it could just blow up and kill me. You get just 
almost a wave of irritation. And Sarathiel is irritated right back. Like, without any, like, discernible reason, he turns to the blade and says, you shut the hell up. You stop that. Ferdinand doesn't know what to do with this. Like, obviously, he knows it's a sentient blade, but, like, it it didn't talk to him ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> you mind your own business, you fucking sword. Y- you kind of get the feeling, like, sure, sure, I'll mind my own business. Sure. <laughs> when you try. When you are not a coward. Oh, my God. Again, none of it is words. Like, this is all just feelings. I'm going to throw you into the nearest volcano. I'm going to Mount Doom you if you don't cut the shit out. (laughs) You don't know what Mount Doom is. (laughs) You get the sense that, like, you've never experienced family in a positive sense, or really in any sense in this timeline. But it feels like it's just a nagging aunt. Like, it'll shut up for now, sure. But just wait, it'll be back. It's probably like pretty tired <laughs> is the other thing. Like it's like seriously, you woke me up for this. So this like, how did anyone put up with it? Ugh. So I'm gonna take that to mean that uh it woke up a bit. That it's a naggy little pissant. So V isn't really gonna push you much on anything today. Like he he's got his own shit going on, but He's going to ask, what exactly is your plan if Oriana doesn't accept your terms? He sort of shrugs, just this, like a helpless kind of gesture. He says, then I suppose force is necessary. And she's been the head of this agency for literally hundreds of years, which is longer than a tiefling normally lives. You don't think she might be a little bit more powerful than us? I have no doubt. Unfortunately, if morals are something that you only stick to when they're convenient, they're not really morals, are they? That's not what I meant, Serathiel. I know what you meant. I know you're saying it's dangerous, I get it. I am acutely aware of how dangerous and how evil Aptap is. And I don't have a firm plan. We'll come up with it, I'm sure. But all I know is that the moral imperative says that we have to act. A week ago, I would have fought you on that. But a week ago, she hadn't arranged for half of my family to have their memories modified. Aptap needs to be stopped. One way or another. Just hope we're enough. You have successfully gotten entrance to the fundraiser. It is a fancy ball in the High Palace. There is security out the wazoo. Very normal. Yeah. You feel like, you know, on the one hand, yes, desirability of a crowded public space to be doing this. On the other hand, oh god, this could go really bad. Real quick. It's fine. Everything's fine. But also, presumably, there's, like, more magical protection here. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's just the theme for, like, the last four episodes. It's fine. Everything's fine. 
So are you the type to arrive at the beginning? Are you the type to try to sneak in toward the end? Like you have tickets and everything, but like you also don't want to be like announced, I'm assuming. I feel like fashionably late is the way to go. Like not late, late, but like 10, 15 minutes past the start. Okay. Gwen just went off to a dorm, right? Yes. Okay. He's been steaming his suit this entire time. Oh, he's gonna look so handsome. He's so excited. He's the only one. <laughs> he's just there for the party. <laughs> Everything else is just like background noise. <laughs> this mandolin app tap, sure, 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 sure. But also, <laughs> so it's in the palace district, which is on the north bank of Silvery Moon, which is a logical place for it to be. That's where most of the government and most of the nobles are. It would make sense that that would have kind of grown up around this area. It is on the highest hill in the city, and it has kind of set the standard for all of the architecture in the city. It's made from glistening white stone. Like many other buildings in the city, there's trees and nature twining in and out of it. It's very typical for elven architecture. And what glass there is is all stained glass. Love the vibe. You feel like it would be absolutely magnificent in the day. And a lot of the windows have been enchanted so that they're still providing that stained glass ambiance, even though it is by now evening in midwinter. So it got dark real quick. <laughs> You're very far north. <laughs> but the... Windows have been enchanted to provide magical light, and stepping through the doors and giving your invitations to security, I would assume for most of you. It's breathtaking. Mm -hmm. Gwen has starry eyes. No. He's just like, he's totally silent and just like looking around like, oh my god. (laughs) Sertha says, can we talk about your outfit, Gwen? You look so dapper. Serious, I was just about to say, I love it. The hat, ugh, really brings it all together. He turns bright pink, which matches the color of his his suit, by the way. Oh, of course it does. Okay, yeah, so he has very, it's very Victorian Dapper Man vibes. So he's got a very extremely large, and God knows how he managed to get this, but it's pastel pink colored. You've probably enchanted it. Yeah, that's true. And the full-on Torian waistcoat with the tails, and he's got, like, the really, really high neck with, like, the poofy ascot, and it's powder blue. And then he's obviously carrying his normal staff, which he's put bows on, like, bright pink bows all over. (laughs) The staff is dressed up, too! Yes. I love that! That's so cute! He wanted it to match. He wasn't sure otherwise it wasn't gonna match. Is your spider also wearing a little little top hat? Oh my god! Oh yes, absolutely. He has a little pink top hat on top of Roger the spider. Oh no, but it's like carefully positioned so it's not blocking any of Roger's eyes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's actually more on Roger's back, but that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he's bright pink and you can barely tell like he- him from his like suit at this point. And he's just like... I spent like four hours ironing it. <laughs> Are you sure it's okay? And he's like nervously smoothing it down. Sarathiel literally pinches your cheek. 
Because you're just so fucking cute. No, it's more than okay. This is, my goodness, <laughs> I love that vibe for you. Just a dapper little gentleman, aren't you? Thank you. Thank you. That's all I've ever wanted. I've had this outfit since I got to college. It was the first thing I bought with all of my money. Okay, that was a choice. Why? I mean, sure, okay. It's one of the reasons I took the internship. I only found out later that it wasn't paid. But, you know. <laughs> oh, unfortunate. Strathil says, you also look excellent, Chasmia. Of course I do, but I love that we have a pastel vibe going on. He does go wink at Gwen, like, ooh. So Chaz's outfit is a pastel Hanfu fusion outfit. It's high-collared, white, it has lavender embroidery, and then it kind of fans out into a skirt that has like an ombre effect, and he's got really long boots and it shows off like of course his prosthetic leg which is very very shiny and looking very excellent of course he's got like his high heel boots on obviously obviously <laughs> and then like the lace gloves to go with it that are also embroidered he's like woohoo pastel friends such a vibe such a look you look like so good it's just <laughs> yeah and Serathiel, you do. I mean, we always knew that you looked good, but you do clean up well as also. Yes. Serathiel went with, it's giving sorcerer. It's giving archmage. It's giving a little yep. bit JRPG <laughs> vibes, honestly. <laughs> I love that, yeah. And the color theme is black and white and dark blue. Very frosty. Cape sleeves, long cloak down to the floor, just... He did not come up with this on his own. Balantiel definitely helped him put this together. Yeah, definitely has his vibes, yeah. Yeah, it, it has I mean, Balantiel written all the, over it. The dark blue. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like, did your boyfriend help you with this? Like, yeah, literally he did. L that is exactly completely true. V has cleaned up nicely as well. I feel like he's probably come with Celestin because that would be expected and they already had the tickets together. So what he probably did is arranged for you to be on separate tickets or like Saratho, you and Gwennett are a plus one or something. Mm -hmm. Oh no. If that's true, then he's extremely stressed about that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's subterfuge anyway. That's what you think. Vault. But Vernon is definitely dressed better than you've ever seen him dressed. You're used to seeing him in, like, medical robes, but he is actually dressed up for once. And he's in a nice suit that's very tailored. The sleeves are tight, unlike the, all the flowing things that a lot of you have been going for, because he's, he's practical. Mm -hmm. He's a doctor. Like, you, you, you don't wear long flowing things that can get in the way yeah, in emergencies. Right. <laughs> so he is wearing something that is, it seems to blend in nicely with a lot of the other nobles in the room. It's tailored to the nines. There's, that might actually be real gold embroidery. You're not sure. Oh, fancy. And Celestin is in a matching gown of gold leaves. 
it has a train. It's less practical, but you know, she is not practical at this kind of thing. Oh no. Parties are for dancing. Why are you so concerned about this? Yeah. Why are you concerned that my sleeves are trailing? I'm not going to trip. Are you going to trip over my sleeves? <laughs> yeah. And as soon as everyone turns to comment on Viernan's outfit, I, like everyone has been doing, also I feel like he manages to say, you look good. And then he looks at Celestin and feels extremely awkward. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. Just good. Good job, Sarathiel. I mean, in fairness, his fiance is literally on his arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, we've used the outfit before. It's it's not like we went out and got anything new. He He's equally flustered. He doesn't know what to say around you either. It's great. They're both idiots. It's fine. Yep, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Chad just sort of claps his hands like, well, shall we get to this party? <laughs> yes, let's uh, let's get it over with. You don't you mean get to enjoy it? Come on, it's gonna be great, right? Can't I do a little dancing first? Like, come on. Right. Somebody keep an eye on Gwen and the champagne table, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Gwen is already is already gone for the champagne table. I feel like Celestin probably intercepts you. <laughs> she can run interference. This is fine. She knows her task for the night. It is help get people out if needed and look pretty and distracting. That That is her function tonight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> She's weirded out enough by the concept of you guys are doing something here that sounds shady, but okay, if you must. It's fine. So it's a pretty typical kind of ball setup. It is right now in full-on schmooze mode. There's probably going to be some kind of sit-down dinner or at least like hors d'oeuvres circulating. It's overwhelming for most of you. V seems to navigate this better than most of you because his family is kind of, you know, upper crust. He's gone to enough of these events that he is bored by them, generally. <laughs> So I feel like probably he and Serathiel are the most focused of you, if that is a accurate assessment. Focus is a strong word. Yeah, I feel like I'm just grabbing finger foods. <laughs> I have like 10 sandwiches. I feel like you're being chaos, Gremlin, yeah. If someone doesn't dance with Gwen, I am going to riot. <laughs> he's so handsome, he's all done up in his fancy little outfit. Someone should ask him to dance. And it should be Chaz. <laughs> Chaz dance with Gwen. I mean... Yeah, Chaz absolutely can. Like, that's one way of, because he wanted to dance for sure, but he also wants to, you know, show off. He's like, oh, are there any handsome men who are unattended? Even if they are attended, who cares? It's just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to find out is to scope him out from the dance floor. Right? So he uh, does his best, like, mock bow. He's like, Gwyneth, may I have this dance? <laughs> Put the food down. Let's go. <laughs> He hastily shoves all of the sandwiches in his mouth and then is like, I would be delighted. Celestin is stifling a laugh. Excellent. He sweeps the young man onto the dance floor. This is fun. I don't know if Gwen can dance. I honestly don't know. Please make the roll performance. Oh my god, please. I want the first roll of the night to be performance, please. Based on this, this number, the answer is he can't dance, but we're about to find out. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, shit. Whoa. Oh, my God. Damn, boy. Gwen can dance. Chaz is just like pleasantly surprised. My goodness, Gwen, you never told me you were so adept at dancing. I didn't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever done as good of a job as I'm doing right now. But, you, you know, and he like, he puts you into like a dip. He's going to go for a dip. Chaz is just like, oh, my. I am absolutely enchanted. Shoot. I, I think I'm just going to let you guys dance a while because that's just fun. I'm enjoying the vibe. Chaz also, as they're dancing, he's like turning around to like look at people and he's just like, who can I dance with next? <laughs> you know what I'm imagining right now? Because you have like the like fancy ass gown on. Did you guys ever watch a, I, I was like a big musical fan when I was a kid. Did you guys ever watch The King and I? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. That's, it's, it's the ballroom scene. That is what's happening right now. Yes. Amazing. Full on, shall we dance? This is both good and bad, because, like, you're drawing attention to. I was going to say I could have danced all night, My Fair Lady, but that is also Ooh, a good one. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, no, for sure. I think V is obviously going to invite Celestin to dance, like, they're here together. It's just what they do. And Serethiel is totally fine with that. It's totally okay. Oh, boy. Y'all. Yeah, just kind of gives you a look of, like, don't do anything while I'm gone. What the fuck is he gonna do? Yeah, confront Oriana all alone. Yell at Oriana again. Now, like I said, as soon as you asked, it like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like he, he sweeps Celestin out onto the floor, and they are very elegant together. It's true. Can only be expected from folks that have been on again, off again, on again for most of their lives. But even that easy intimacy, though, there isn't a spark. Like, they look good together, but they also look... He, he could be dancing with a sibling right now, aside from the physical differences. Mm. They're close, but it's, it's a different kind of close. And I definitely feel like, from the edge of the ballroom, literally V and Serethiel just keep making eye contact over and over throughout the entire dance. God, you... Oh, absolutely. And you're you're lucky that uh, he is charismatic because he is probably going to stumble at least once through here. Yeah. At, at some point, Zarathiel's like, I need to be drunker to handle this. And he goes and gets like some champagne. Yeah, that's that's fair. Fiernan has a zero modifier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I kind of want to see what happens when he notices that you're just like, okay, mainlining alcohol is a good idea right now. It's fine. He needs some liquid courage for Oriana. It's fine. Not bad. Not awful. He trips a little and it's like, yeah, I did actually trip over your sleeves. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Is how he manages to brush it off. But it's not particularly convincing because his deception is also a zero. Ha, <laughs> lol. Listen. His charisma score is nine, okay? It's the same as his strength. <laughs> so I think you dance kind of trying to get the scope of things. Like, you f you forget that that's what you're trying to do occasionally, because, like, this is fun. But you're trying to kind of figure out, okay, so, like, this is where most of the people are. It doesn't seem like this is where the high roller table type situation is going to be. That's probably in a different room. Mm-hmm. 
We might need to try to schmooze our way into other rooms. It seems like there's a couple other smaller areas that are set up for this event. I beg of you, let Chaz seduce somebody, please. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least attempt. He's like, schmooze? That's exactly what I came here for. (laughs) So also setting the scene, you do know that Lyra, who is the spell guard, and Taina, who is just a regular guard tonight, they both know that you're here. And they are both like ready and watching out for shenanigans. Serafiel tests the waters by doing karate moves in uh, Taina's direction. Let's just make sure that, you know, everything's fine with her now. She rolls her eyes like, come on. I'm fucking watching you. He does the I'm watching you motion with his hands. You're a thin ice bitch. Watch your back. Uh, yeah, no, uh, she she rolls her eyes and is distracted as V and Celestin go past in between the, the two of you. Yeah. Definitely breaks your eye contact for a moment. Yeah. Sir Athiel feels like he needs to not watch this, like, for his own mental health. He needs to, like, do <laughs> anything else. Probably valid. Make me a quick perception roll, just because I'm curious if you notice it or not. Dirty 20. Oh, nice. They had just momentarily passed you guys, but you definitely see that Taina turned to watch the two of them as they passed, which was a little odd. But that's all That's all you have at the moment. Okay. Yeah, she's just keeping an eye on her brother. It's fine. There's a little hint of wistfulness, but that could be if she wants to be dancing herself, but she's on guard duty. Yeah, so Chess, describe who you approach. <laughs> You're done dancing. I feel like you're both a little breathless. It got to be a bit of a spirited dance toward your second dance. He was very surprised by Gwen. He's like, well, obviously now you will be inundated with offers to dance, so I will leave room for your next partner. Good luck for the rest of the night. Gwen looks horrified. Now people have noticed you. He's going to try to find, like, the most, I guess, the most dapper person? Someone who's got, like, an air of pompousness, I guess, about them. <laughs> That's, like, 90% of the room. Good job. Exactly. Like, the point of this is to raise money. <laughs> Make a roll perception. See, who's the richest bastard in the room? Damn, these rolls. I know, right? Like, we're wasting a lot of these. You find somebody off to the side. The embroidery on their cape alone looks like it cost a small fortune. Ooh, cape. They're just decked out in precious gems, precious metals. Oh my god. You name it. And they are currently facing away from you. Chaz is going to approach. I'm so sorry for interrupting, but that cape. Oh my gods, it is. I am honored to be in its presence. That's how magnificent it is. (laughs) The figure turns. We have to stop meeting like this, Chess. And it's Belle. God damn it, Belle! <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I am quite fond of this cape. Well, God, you have good taste and clearly you match Serathiel, but seriously, what are you doing here? Well, I might ask you, what are you doing here? Oh, what do you think we're doing here? Turn it back at you. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm sure he's told you. About your 
stupid plan to uh, peacefully get someone to step down. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, well, I'm sure that, you know, that since you're so into tactics that you have a better plan. Yes. <laughs> well, what would you do were you in our place then? I would have listened to me and not come tonight, but that's that's moot. Uh, do, you, do you know where Serathiel is? And he, he looks a little squirrely, for lack of a better descriptor. You can't find your own twin soul. It's a little crowded, Chaz. Give me a break. Fine, I'll go find him myself. All right. Clearly you need to talk. Just be careful tonight. That's the plan. Can't guarantee it. If I were you, I would have left a few minutes ago. But, oh shit. All right. And he kind of takes you by the elbow and leads you somewhere else in the room. What? Where are you taking me? Shut up. Okay. Fine. What's going on? What are you? Why are you acting like this? Shut up. He's here. Fuck. I thought we had more time. Who? And unfortunately, you're drawing attention, shouting at each other's sotto voice. He's like trying to get you to not turn around. And so like, it, it's one of those things like you were contrary, especially when it's Bill. That's like the first thing you're going to do, right? I feel like, yeah, like he really, really wants to. But at the same time, this is a weird bell. Like the bell that annoys him is like the smug bastard. This is somebody else. Yeah. All right. I will not turn around then, I guess. And I'll be quiet. We don't have time for this. Just find Gwen and get out of here. What? Only Gwen? I'll get the others. I'll get the others. But just find him, okay? All right. Um, just uh, don't don't go that way. All right. Go, go this way. There's the rooms connect. All right. I am trusting you against my better judgment. <laughs> Deal with it later. And he kind of leaves you alone. So the question is, do you actually do what he suggests or do you turn around? I think he will actually do what Belle suggests. This is, I know, very shocking. This is very weird for Chaz and he can pick up on those vibes. Like there is something capital W wrong going on. <laughs> and this is going to make Balantiel's inevitable trail feel so much worse for all parties. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, there's something very wrong, and I don't like it, but I will do as he says, grumble, grumbling about it the whole time. <laughs> so Belle has slunk back into the crowd as best as, you know, that can slink anywhere. He is pretty ostentatious, but he can be sneaky when he wants to be. And I think he manages to find Celestin and Gwen, who are dancing, because Celestin stepped in when she saw not everybody was immediately clamoring to dance. Which is lame. Aw, so sad. We, like, showed off all of his good his good moves. People were intimidated. They don't dance that well. This is the exact opposite of what he was going to have, thought was going to happen. It, it's like seeing somebody professional start dancing in in the middle of, like, a random dance like no we're intimidated actually a little bit mm. but between having Chaz and showing off and Celestin you're getting you're getting lots of interested glances from folks 
but Belle definitely cuts in before V can get back over toward Serathiel at the drink table. So he's interrupting just the two of you. Yeah, Serathiel is definitely on his second glass of champagne when he sees Belle. <laughs> def- like definitely does the hilarious like cough spit take. <laughs> v just kind of thumps you on the back because he was like right there about to reach for his own glass. But Balantiel, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, shit. It's a long story, but I told you I would have reconsidered today. But you need to leave now. What? What are you talking about? Leave? You need to leave right now. Just trust me. Why? Chaz, you're walking through like the other room and you're managing to get back out toward the main room. And you get a glimpse of your brother. Cool. Of fucking course. You've been sneaking through the rooms and you come out toward the main room and you see like the back of your brother's head. I would recognize that fucking back of that head anyway. <laughs> now he is dressed to the nines. If it were not for being a drow, he would fit in very easily right now. Mm-hmm. He is dressed in classic robes from your family. There are emblems everywhere. It is elaborately embroidered, flowing sleeves. The long hair is just down and flowing. And he has two attendants with him. He forgets the plan. (laughs) Like he was supposed to grab Gwen. He's like, I don't know what I was doing anymore. Chasmere.exe has stopped functioning. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Why is he here? <laughs> Don't you want to know? Yeah, like that's he's like saying it through gritted teeth. As he is making that grand entrance, you see Oriana appear at the other end of the hall from one of the other rooms. She's laughing at something somebody said and doesn't seem to notice at first that there's anything going on. So pan back over to Serathiel V and Belle. Belle is just going like, shit, shit, shit. You just need to get out of here. Just trust me. Why? What's happening? We're very outclassed right now. Just get out of here. How, what are you talking about? I think... I think Oriana took the phylactery. What What phylactery? What's it? What? The, the God Eater's phylactery. God, I hate that you don't have your memories. Just need to get out of here. God, like, Serathiel, like, he puts it, like, he's got a 20 int now. So he's like, wait, that's a phylactery that grants immortality. Is that how Ariana has lived so long? She stole my, the God Eater's phylactery? I, I don't know, but it's not where it should be. I went and checked. That's not good. No. Uh, okay, well, listen. This that's night isn't going to get violent, okay? That's not what this night is about. Uh, <laughs> it might not be in your control, he says, just kind of looking nervously at uh, Phil Rain walking through the crowd. Absolutely. The violence has arrived. Yeah, Serathiel does not know what Phil Rain looks like. So, like, it's like, it's just a handsome drow in the background. Whatever. Who the hell is that? It doesn't matter. He says, if it does get violent, it, it'll be forced by her hand, alright? That's all I can say. I need to do this, Balantiel. I need to talk to her. I can't 
tell you what's going on. Why are you being so cagey? Is there something you're not telling me? Something I can't tell you. Balantiel, part of being in a relationship is open and honest reciprocity. Fyrnan's like, he's a warlock. He probably literally can't tell you this is probably something related to Colabellas. And Bell's just like, thank you, somebody has a brain cell right now. Fine, it's related to Colabellas, but that doesn't change the fact that I need to do this. For myself, if not for you, I at least need to talk to her. <sighs> if you want to try, I recommend it in the next five minutes. Fine, five minutes it is. As you're having this argument, you're definitely drawing attention. Like Celestine has noticed that something is going on. Like she's she's noticed that Belle's here and agitated. The two hottest people in the room are having a screaming fight. Yeah. <laughs> and V is just awkwardly there, and she doesn't see Chaz, but she's like, something's something's up. So yeah, Serethiel's gonna be like, okay, has to happen now. Fine, it'll happen now. Uh, and I, he, I assume, goes to walk toward Oriana, I probably past Chaz, who is- what, what does Chaz look like right now, by the way? Chaz is supposed to grab Gwen, but he's just kind of like- <laughs> So I imagine Chaz is probably, like, grabbing a pillar for support right now. Uh-huh, yeah, right. Like, leg does not work, what's going on? <laughs> the moment he sees Phil Rain, his prosthetic leg just gives out, and he just cannot stand up anymore. I feel like that's precisely the moment when Serathiel passes you and he barely catches you like, Chaz? Why is he here on the surface? What is he doing here? What? Are you alright? <laughs> Do I look alright? What's- who are you- he looks up and looks around. Uh, does he notice Phil- like, I mean, I feel like- A drow with two attendants in full garb, they're drawing attention. I feel like they're walking straight through the dance floor rather than even attempting to dance. They're, people are avoiding them. They're not giving normal surfacer drow vibes. They're giving, like, bad vibes. Sarathiel catches these bad vibes immediately, and his priority shifts immediately to Chasmir. He says, do you want me to fight him? You want me to set him on fire? I can do that. No, do not. Do not engage with him. Okay, 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 take a breath. What's the plan? Just tell me what to do. I'll back you up. <sighs> Belantiel said to grab Gwen and run, and I feel like that is actually a good plan right now. Okay, I mean, I was really hoping to talk to- He looks just- Oh god, he looks across the room at Oriana like all he has wanted to do for years is like dress this bitch down and now it seems like every single force in the universe is conspiring to like rip that moment away from him this moment that he's been desperate for for years but you know it's fucking he's used to it by now he's used to having to swallow his pain and just put everything that he cares about on the back burner so he says all right fine fine do you need me to do you need to lean on me Chaz starts to shakily stand up. He's like, no, it's fine. Thank you, Srathiel. But I think we do need to get out of here. Yeah, I got it. As you guys are coming to that conclusion, you hear Phil Rain's voice call out, Administrant Oriana. Oh, fuck. And 
he and his attendants drop their illusions. They are in full armor. And they are going to be rushing toward Oriana. Hey everyone, Val here. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Crit Fail Club, Restoration. If you can't wait to hear what happens next, check out our Discord server for episodes in pre-release, or to listen in live as we record. You can join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. We don't advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also enjoy the show, post on social media about it, or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly cfcchannel, or on other major podcast platforms. Thanks again for tuning in. <laughs>